Hey, everybody. Well, from impossibly gorgeous Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And sitting in for Dan, I'm Mark. And coming up today, we're going to talk about the Mormons and uh, their evil control over the Utah State Legislature. I know, news alert. The Mormons have <laughs> a lot of control in Utah. <laughs> so we're going to break that down. There were a couple big stories. Um, or, uh, um, yeah. I don't know if they were big stories. They probably weren't as big of stories as they needed to be. But uh, a couple incidents this uh, legislative session of them really kind of getting involved and sticking their nose in. And, oh, yeah. And uh, with without the subtlety for which they're usually known. Yeah. Normally, it's all more behind the scenes. And yeah. This year, they just decided to come right out and say what they were thinking. Boy, they are just coming apart at the seams. Uh, so we'll take care of that in the second half of the show. Uh, coming up now, of course, uh, we've got... Some news stories. Headlines. Yeah. Do you want to go? Do you want me to start? Sure. Well, mine mine uh, is, is pretty exotic. Okay. Um, <clears throat> 11 people were indicted yesterday in Salt Lake City for defrauding the Supplemental Nutrition Assistance Program known as SNAP or food stamps. Oh, yeah. But they don't look anything like the fictional welfare queens that Republican legislators around the country have been touting to justify legislation aimed at telling food stamp recipients what sort of food to buy. Mm. Mm -hmm. These are the FLDS. Ah, this is yes. this is the remaining uh uh, uh in literally incestuous crime syndicate of Warren Jeffs uh -huh. who's left his brother Warren is in jail. Hopefully for 300 million years for right. his crimes uh, against children. Right. And he's left his uh, somehow stupider looking brother, Lyle Jeffs, <laughs> the, uh, in charge of their trailer park city in... Uh, oh, it's not all trailers. Uh, it would be better if it was all trailers. It? It's the, uh, like the ugliest city in a really pretty place. Yeah. It's on the border of Utah, so Utah yeah. and Arizona. Yeah. Uh, right along, right at the beginning of the Arizona Strip, right? That's right. By yeah. Short Creek. Mm-hmm. And Pap Springs. Yeah, this is an area just north of the Grand Canyon. Yeah. 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 I wish it was just a little closer to the edge and just... <laughs> just fell Anyway, <laughs> so, so I thought this was interesting because it... I also read a headline today that the... So far, the total cost of the idiot standoff in Oregon for some sort of notion of liberty for mm -hmm. ranchers not to pay anything for right. living in the world. Right. Uh, the cost to the public from that alone is $3 million, oh, they think, or more. And that doesn't include like the federal law enforcement costs. Re oh, God. Okay. That's just, they destroyed everything. They All the schools in the area had to be shut down for however long it was, a month. Jesus were, Christ. Everybody yeah. was scared. Uh -huh. But then on top of that, uh, top of that Mormon mooching, welfare mooching, it comes... What we all knew that the polygamists have done for years, starving, they call it starving the beast, which is where <laughs> right. they justify, right. you know, having 28 family members on welfare food stamps, wick thing and a thing and a thing, right. because it's going to drain the federal government. Yeah, their little, their little sect yeah. is going to bring down the federal government and the state of Utah yeah. through... Uh, so food stamp fraud. Right. So finally, it's good to see the state, states and the federal government going after these people. I mean, it's, it's pardon me, it's kind of like getting Al Capone on tax evasion, but, right. but at least you got him. Yeah, they're having a rough year. They had the, the floods. Al Capone? <laughs> no. I know, they had those terrible us. floods last yeah. year, yeah, or late last fall. Yeah, that's when it was. But calendar, or 12 yeah. months. Within yeah. the last year, they were yeah. having a bad year. Um, 
Wow. Okay. So this is good. So what? Uh, what ends up? Uh, what's happening? Who? Who exactly is getting uh, served with these uh, charges? I guess. Well, it was Lyle Jeffs, the brother, okay. who's now the God King on Earth. I guess Warren is still running the thing out of jail in Texas. Right. You know. The but syndicate. I mean, if it's, I mean, the individual people in the community had to be filing for food stamps. Right. So, I mean, how far down into the community does this end up reaching? Uh, I'm not, it said 11 arrests, but, okay. but typically what is done is the, the first wife of a polygamist is, according to the law, right. is the one married to him. Right. So every other wife goes to the public assistance as a single mother, right. a single unmarried mother. So if you've got four wives, three of them and all their children are right. on government assistance. There's 12 children <clears throat> each. Right. So it's... I don't know. I wow. don't know if they're just arresting the people who kind of set up this system, or if they're going after you know the women, who, all the women down the line. But wow! And so, I mean, how much? How much can you get in a month from food stamps? Is typically, I mean, it's uh, it's not it a lot here. of money. No, it's not a lot of money. Um, I, I've read that in a, a typical family of four on food stamps, the parents will often go the last week without eating of the month because there isn't enough. So it's not, look, it's not a significant dollar amount right. versus the federal budget. Right. But it is still illegal. Right. And, and it's, it's hard enough for people who actually need it to get it. Right. And it's hard enough for people who actually need it to survive on it. Right. So, you know, fuck these people who, you know, these just religious scumbags that are sucking up, yeah. you know, what other people need. And there is a lot of money in this polygamous sect. Oh yeah, you know, there's no no nobody but the leadership gets it. So all the people who have jobs and they all work in cement and right, and a like, bunch of construction companies. Yeah, construction right? and they do road building and stuff. Right. Well, all they get paid almost nothing, and all the money from those contracts goes just directly to Warren in jail, I guess, and his brother. So there's millions of dollars, millions Disgusting. and millions in the trust, and pe- everybody else just lives in poverty and kind of slave, you know, situations. The children are all forced into labor. Or <sighs> Yay, religion. Boy, they're, they're peaches down there. They are peaches, so. I wonder how long before that whole community is just like, just completely unravels. I, mean, I don't know. I mean, it's always going to be a weird fucking little town. There's, yeah. no, there's no hope for that town at no. this point. No. It's, huh. I, I, I don't know how long they can keep it afloat. I, I just don't know. Huh. You know, the, the younger generation, hopefully they're, they're not going to you know, as they get access to information, maybe a little more education, which is very controlled. Mm. Hopefully they just get the fuck out. And, yeah. No kidding. And the whole thing dries up and blows away. Yeah. What do you have there, friend? I have uh, a story about uh, the Girl Scouts. Did, were you ever involved in scouting at all? You bet did I was. You, yeah. You did some of the Boy Scouts. Yeah. I at was. church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, I did too. I've always had kind of a soft spot in my heart too for... Yeah. Scouting, maybe not BSA as an organization mm-hmm. as I've gotten older, but like the whole scouting thing. Um, so this is a story from St. Louis um, where their uh, archbishop, uh, Robert Carlson, mm. uh, has issued a letter calling on parishes uh, to find alternatives to the Girl Scouts. <laughs> because, you know, those Girl Scouts, they're all they're all liberal and... <laughs> They're all, they're feminists. Oh, and, come on. Uh, Is he really? You, oh, yeah. Oh, no, I know they are. I know. Yeah. That. No. And he's like, he's done with them. Because. Because. Yeah, girls they, get together and have fun? 
Because, yeah, and they have role models like uh, Gloria Steinem and uh, and other noted feminist and other, liberals. Other and they, known they allow, women. Yeah. They, <laughs> other noted women. Yes. Thank you. Um, yeah. They allow, uh, you know, um, they, they don't take a stance on... Uh, Oh no, they they have like sex education. Yeah. And they, you know, it's 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 this really progressive organization that yeah. allows for you know members of the LGBT community to participate. They don't have like you know str- whatever the BSA, the Boy Scouts of America is. The Girl Scouts is the exact opposite. Yeah, right. So one's wildly conservative and religious, and the and other jingoistic one and isn't. Yeah, right. Um, in fact, it's quite secular. Yeah. Um, so he's, he's an up in arms about this and he wants his parishes to go find alternatives, uh, which there are alternatives out there. Um, one of which, which, uh, is for girls, uh, is called the American heritage girls. Oh boy. Uh, this is, (laughs) this is a direct response to the liberal stance of the girl scouts. Um, and uh, it's Christian faith based conservative so it's really just preparation for marriage yeah you know learning it's learning to make a casserole and um you know trying to look good on your wedding day right absolutely when you're 14 (laughs) (laughs) your dad gives you away to your uncle oh yeah um so there's a quote in this article uh from a mother in st louis uh her name is julie mudd uh, and she has, had been planning on putting her daughter uh, into the Daisies, right? I don't know. Is that like the Junior Girl Scouts? Yeah, is that like, like the, the Cub Scouts? The little t- yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like the little, little ones. Uh-huh. That, um, and uh, and she was going to sign herself up as a leader, you know, at the same time. And because she had gone through Girl Scouts and her mom had participated with her. And it was a lot of fun. She had great warm feelings about it. And now she's a little concerned about this new stance. Um, and she says, I think it all comes down to the fact that they are threatened by anything that puts females in a leadership position, which yes, of course, Mm -hmm. you know, uh, this is, uh, an empowerment program Yeah, and it's wildly successful. These, these girls grow up, you know, having learned good communication skills. Are you Uh, saying the the, the girl scout cookie program is an amazing program because they're, they're out there talking to people that they don't know they're selling them something that people are excited about yeah uh, it doesn't hurt to be selling people something they want <laughs> <laughs> and really yeah that, it gives you a complete in high demand a, a completely artificial idea of what a life in sales <laughs> is like but i think right. what you're insinuating and i don't care for this ugly characterization it's a slur <laughs> that the catholic hierarchy doesn't like women being in charge of anything that's kind of where. Come on, <laughs> come on, yeah. yeah. Well, let me let me see his picture though. Oh, yeah. Uh, There's the top of his head. Out and yeah, but even stretched pages. out, he doesn't look like he's a stranger to a box of Samoas, if you know what I mean. Yeah, well, and this actually comes up because the... fuck that guy without the cookies. <laughs> see how long you can hold out. <laughs> the archdiocese has actually put up a a question and answer page on their website uh, that's. Uh, that asks that's been asking parents to chime in on this issue right uh-huh. um and basically it seems like the 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 main concern from a, a lot of parents is 
can I still buy Girl Scout cookies? <laughs> because of course. I mean, sure, we hate women, but come on, the cookies, the cookies are, are amazing. So good. Oh my god, that's brilliant. <laughs> um, and oh. uh, so the archdiocese is—they're trying. They're, they've said that they want to keep the, this uh, this conversation uh, uh, um, uh, amongst Secrets. adults. No, oh. keep it away from the kids. You know, and they're they're urging people to not um, be rude to the Girl Scouts. You know, like, you know, if you see them, you know, selling cookies out in front of your grocery store, don't be like, oh, yeah. Don't roll down the window and go, you bunch of dykes. God bless you. I only buy my cookies from the heritage, American heritage girls. And the They've cookies the are best cookies. The cookies are probably just horrible. Oh, of course they are. Just sugarless tasteless yeah yeah awful. just like life should be yeah there's also uh the trail life usa which is the boy yeah scout that's like the brown shirt boy scouts yeah they um the exact same response um to you know the bsa as these are having to or toward the the girl scouts yeah the incredibly um, liberal bsa well, this is this is in direct response to allowing uh, gay leaders. Yeah. You well, know? it started with allowing gay young men. Yeah, to I guess that's about when. Yeah, and when, then yeah, and then when they allowed gay leaders, then the lid came off. They yeah. just com- like, what's that thing where you unscrew the? It's a gag, and you unscrew the cannon, and the, right. all that stuff comes out. That <laughs> the, was, the snakes. Yeah, yeah the yeah. springy snakes. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That for some reason have leopard print. I never understood it, <laughs> but but that was kind of the Christian rights, the top of the Christian rights head. Right. When yeah. They, when they allowed leaders in, then it was yeah. just over. So yeah, it was absolutely, absolutely yeah. awful. Um, you know, like, yeah, good, good for them. They're finding, they're finding their own alternatives. Oh my god! To like, uh, you know these these long-standing organizations that are, you know, just they're just fucking it up. You how, know, how, they're fucking up America. How fucked with in the, the head do you have to be <laughs> to see something wrong with the Girl Scouts? Like, honestly. Well, you have to hate the idea of women having their, you know, being, having their own opinions and having their own minds and having, you know, learning things like leadership skills. Right. You know. Or having a sleepover. (laughs) Like fucking idiots. (laughs) God. So. This this coming from a man in a goddamn dress. Yeah. Oh, yeah. With a purple belt that Mm -hmm. matches his shoes. Please. Can we talk? Yeah piece of shit look at his <laughs> stupid face they, they do dress nicely don't they well hmm. depends on what century kind of fashion you're into <laughs> oh all right well yeah and i was i was in the scout i was in the boy scouts and i actually the my boy scout leader what do you call him leader boy scout or his uh the the scoutmaster scoutmaster, scoutmaster was you. really uh in my the desert of my young life was kind of the most positive Male role model, super good guy. So my scouting experience, you know, we kept the prayers and flag wavings to the legal minimum in Utah for scouting. Really? Yeah. Well, you were lucky. Super lucky. Yeah, I had a I had a really good experience. So, huh. so I I have a soft spot for scouting as well, as yeah. much as I hate the BSA. It's, yeah, you know. I know. Yeah, I wish there was a nice, really solid, good alternative. Well, it's kind of the, I guess it's kind of how the Catholic you, you and I look at the BSA in the way the Catholic should look at. The girls, this idiot and his parishioners should look at the Girl Scouts. It's like, look, this doesn't – the BSA 
clearly does not embrace all of my political opinions. Right. But is it a good thing for young men to get out of the house for a weekend mm-hmm. with an adult who's not their parent and have to like, you know, deal with groups and kind of rely on each other to do? That's a very good thing to yeah. to have oh, happen. Yeah. So, you know, and it, at home I'll say, look, you know, fascism's a bad thing, son. But if you, <laughs> you know what I mean. But but and but, and I would say that a bad thing to happen is this continued segregation, political segregation that, that's happening in the United States, where we can't all just belong to the same organization and have our own little local interpretation yeah. of of what it is to be a part of that group, yeah. right? You know, and so like, and this is what what we're seeing here is, and this article addresses this. Um, these Catholic sponsored Girl Scout troops yeah. were not preaching, you know, abortion and contraception and so forth and so on, and all the things that would would get the 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 Catholics all up in arms. That's not how they were running their sponsored groups. Yeah. You know, of and, course and, they and the Girl Scouts as an umbrella organization was happy <laughs> to work with the religiously sponsored, you know, uh, I am sure the Girl Scouts or whatever they're called. Their, their charter is to provide learning and fun activities for for girls and young women. Right. They'd be happy to work with anybody who isn't just, right. you know, completely insane. Right. It's just they've set it up to where they allow it to be an inclusive organization right uh and uh and they don't discriminate based on you know gender or gender identity or sexuality or you know religious affiliation or any of those things they don't they're they're not about that the boy scouts a little bit more so that quite a bit more so you can't you you can't be an atheist and belong to that's true actually yeah and so, or even undecided, really, you can't even really yeah. kind of be neutral on. The no, subject. that's true. You yeah. believe in God. It's like AA. You have to. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God! I'm suddenly yeah. seeing, right, the the Boy Scout to AA pipeline <laughs> that I find myself in. It all makes so much sense. Thanks for talking this through with me, Frank. See you later. <laughs> I'm out. Oh, whatever. All right. Yeah. What's What's next? Okay. Okay. This is. Um, this is great, and and this is for our people, Frank. This is for oh. you and me. Okay. This is for Dan, wherever he is. Okay. This is for all the people and all the ships at sea. Okay. This is a, a, a fascinating thing, and it's awesome, and it is a call to action for all of us nuns. Ah, uh, yes. N-O-N-E-S. Right. So, uh, <clears throat> interestingly enough, a, a rather right-wing uh, blogger uh-huh. did the math from the 2012 election. State by state for the national uh, uh, for the presidential race. Um, when you remember, um, there was kind of a, a DARPA uh, fairly human robot prototype called Mitt Romney that they were <laughs> that they were beta testing. Uh, it, was, it was close, but it really wasn't believable, right? It was still stuck in the Uncanny Valley. It was. It lived deep in the Uncanny Valley. So, this is really fascinating. What this talks about is that the the nuns were the swing vote. The mm. nuns were possibly the deciding vote in the 2012 election. Really? Yeah. And he breaks it down. Um, uh, in, so he talks about seven key states, Pennsylvania, Florida, Virginia, Wisconsin, Michigan, Iowa, and New Hampshire, where Mitt Romney 
you know, was running pretty to the right mm -hmm. and trying to court the religious conservatives and uh, won the majority of the Christian vote easily in all those states. But in basically every single one of the states, he lost the nuns. Mm. So to, to clarify for those of you who, <laughs> who are listening who are not nuns, which would be fascinating, um, <laughs> nuns are people who uh, have no religious affiliation. Right. Uh, so this includes atheists, agnostics, I, and perhaps believers, but they're just unaffiliated. Right. Or, or who they, are not comfortable uh, yeah. identifying themselves primarily as Christians or exactly. however it goes. Right. So the, now we are, uh, I think we are the fastest growing group in America, but we're still not anywhere. Faster than Pentecostals and Mormons? <laughs> well, if you, well, if you look at their numbers, no. <laughs> but if you look at numbers, yes. So... Um, <laughs> If you understand how numbers work, a larger number means more people. What? Yeah. That don't make no sense. Hold on now. Um, okay. So, for instance, he, he did, obviously, he made no effort to court non-religious voters. Right. Because the, the Republican formula in the presidency, has winning the presidency, has always been you run to the right, you, you court yeah. the Christian right, and fuck everybody else. Doesn't right. matter. Right. Well... It's not really going to work anymore. So oh, in in most of those states, he lost the nun vote by between 73 and 75 percent. Even Republican <laughs> nuns? That, does, does he have that broken down? You're going to make me read the rest of this article. Oh, I'm sorry. There's a headline a little bit more, and I thought that was good enough for TGIA. <laughs> anyway. Usually is. I'm sorry. You, why are you holding me to a higher standard? So, they do the same to Dan. Yeah, I wonder, I wonder how many self-describe as nuns. It, it, what's shocking to me is that he only lost by 75. Guys, the fuck. Wow. That 22% of you voted in primaries for Mitt Romney, or voted in the national election for Mitt Romney. But wow. Wow. there's still there's work to do. <laughs> um uh, so that's super fascinating that it was by the percentage, it was that percentage in the state that pushed the victory way into the Obama call, hmm. right? Okay. So Christians are obviously still the majority. Most Christians tend to skew conservative. Right. Um, so you, they have, they have just long thought that's how you, that was your path to victory. Wow. Well, now there's this problem that there is this surging number of the unaffiliated, the atheist, the agnostic, many of whom are young, therefore the future. Right. Um, so what is a Republican Party to do? Well, they could they. Uh, you find a, a, a racist pumpkin, <laughs> a racist jack-o'-lantern and push him to the front. Who nobody believes is actually religious. Oh, fuck no. Like, right. Like he says two Corinthians. Boom. <laughs> you know, my favorite Bible is two Corinthians. <laughs> well, yeah, like like somebody who's willing to pander to, to the to their religious, you know, their their conservative, you know, factions yeah. in, in, in the Republican Party. And uh, but yet who nobody who actually is sort of threatened by that actually thinks he is religious. Right. They just see the cynical, you know, yeah. run for for the religious vote. Yeah, and the, and so they. I know if I were over there on that side of of the p political spectrum, I wouldn't feel too threatened by Donald Trump for those reasons. It wouldn't be religious reasons that I found not well, to like him. I, you I read, know what I mean? Yeah, I read another thing that said that evangelicals who've been you know questioned about their support for Trump, even when they are 
sane enough to admit, yeah, well, clearly I know he's not religious. Right. What they like about him is that he hates all the right people. <laughs> no, and right. that's, that's literally no, yeah. true. It's, yeah. it's, it shows that tribalism, mm. white, generational, whatever, is more important than even really, really fanatically held religious beliefs when it comes right down to it. Hmm. That he hates the immigrants, he hates the gays, he hates. Clearly, he is has some he has some unevolved views on people of color. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> unless that color is orange. <laughs> so anyway, I think this is great news. It's 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 electorally complicated news, but it shows that we are far from being once upon a time when you and I were young men, Frank, and mm-hmm. you know talking about atheism was like risky yeah you know nobody even really did it right to now it's like well we are becoming an incredibly important part of the national kind of power grid and that's that's, fantastic yeah so that's it it is interesting because we're not uh i mean i i I think it's probably a safe bet that um and there's probably actually numbers that back this up uh that uh atheists as a whole are probably more, uh, you find them more in the Democratic Party than in the Republican Party. I would think. I, but I know there's still a lot over on the right, politically. Or on which, the, um, oh, atheists. Yeah. Atheists who are over on the right. Well, there's kind of the libertarian streak. Yeah, I guess right? that might be it. And, we, and you know, uh, Dan and I got scolded a, a week ago by a conservative listener. And, yeah. and, and uh, with respect to the conservative listener, I kind of, it's, it's certainly a mystery to me. Yeah. How you can, as as a skeptic or an atheist, you can kind of understand the truth of so much of life and still kind of find yourself on that side of the fence. But, but, yeah, uh, but I mean, I don't have I, a lot of know. money, so maybe that's why I don't understand it. <laughs> you right. Know? Exactly. Um, so, yeah. So that's, I think it's a call to action. I think it, it says to, to young people who many of whom are nuns, you know, yeah. please, please get involved in the political process and stay Absolutely. involved as, as frustrating and distasteful and ugly as it, like, and literally not, ugly as it is right now. If nothing else, to be honest, it probably is actually a really good thing to have atheists in the Republican Party as as well as the Democratic it, Party. It because could, it shifts the discussion nationally. The more atheists, yeah. no matter which party they're in, yeah. the, the better we all are yeah. as atheists. Because it, if we can get the Republican Party to stop having these idiotic religious discussions yeah um, it's turned into a party of and, snake and handlers test yeah it's turned for, into a for, party of snake handlers yeah. and if if there were enough atheists to begin to temper the worst impulses of the party yeah maybe, maybe. It, it pulls it out of the you know the the, yeah. the snake handler shack and back onto main street where they traditionally were yeah. from i don't have a problem if the political discussion in this country is uh real know, is real yeah but if it's about you know economic theory and policy yeah, and right? policy you know so that it, it, it republican like traditional republican or conservative rather is probably a better way of describing it economic ideas versus you know liberal economic ideas let's have that discussion for once yeah. you know yeah. that would be a great discussion to have right and that you get religion out of american politics maybe we could actually do that i know there's hope so but, but in, until then it's just it's going to be this this constant fight of a ration look 
it's going to be a fight between two parties, a yeah. rational and an irrational party. Yeah. And it's that simple. Right. I know there are rational Republicans and there's some probably listening and and they're definitely and, irrational and Democrats. A, and if whoa, let's be fair, you're looking at one baby. <laughs> but and and I don't want to insult the rational Republican in America if you're listening. Right. But until this insanity, like watch t- there's a one tonight. Yeah. Republican debate. Watch well, it. not when people are listening. Right. Well, watch it three days ago. Right. Um, <laughs> or whenever Frank gets around to editing this thing. Rude. <laughs> and, and I'm sure tonight is going to be insane. Yeah. Insane. Yeah. They ha- they've, that's what they've been is insane. I don't even want to watch the Democratic debates because I'm like, because <laughs> it's two people talking about policy. <laughs> right. It's two people talking about fixing potholes when on the other side. And we're tired of that in this country. I know. And I'm like, but they're my guys and I can't even watch them because the other side is so fucking insane. And entertaining. So that's the that's the news, baby. Uh, <laughs> hey, what up, nuns? God, yeah. God bless you. Let's take charge of this thing and Absolutely. drive it out of the ditch. Yeah. Okay. What do you say, Frank? I say let's do it. All right. All right. Well, here's somebody who decided to take matters into his own hands and get something done. Uh, oh, I don't like the tone of that. I don't like. <laughs> I don't like the foreshadowing. Uh, apparently, on uh, recently, last couple days, on an El Al flight from Warsaw to Tel Aviv, El Al is the uh, national uh, Israeli car- uh, carrier, mm-hmm. air carrier, yeah, air- whatever you call those things. But yeah, what is airline? Airline. Thank you. <laughs> God, what's wrong with us? I don't know. My brain doesn't work sometimes. Oh, no. uh, an Orthodox um, Jewish Israeli. Uh, w- has been arrested after going on a rampage on this flight, <laughs> well, okay. uh, busting up the uh, the television screens uh, throughout the cabin uh, because of the Kate Blanchett movie Truth was playing. What? Uh, this is the truth. Is the uh, star packed. Real life story about um, that uh, 60 Minutes report from 2004 about George W. Bush's uh, oh, yeah. Air National Guard yep. record, right? Yep. Um, and the whole political dust up that followed. Um, some would say that it even is what took down Dan Rather. Oh, yeah, it is. At, it, at CBS. They got him turned off. Um, and uh, because he had resigned within a year. Or not resigned, retired. Did he just um, hate this this Jewish guy? Hate Dan Rather with such passion? Or? Oh no! I guess yeah. Let's get to the reason. Yeah, <laughs> what motivations? <laughs> Apparently, there is a was there was there brief? a conspicuous consumption of oysters on the movie? <laughs> <laughs> Although I would love it if that was the reason. Uh, no, there's brief nudity. There's a photo that shows a half nude character, and it flashed on the screen. I guess. And he just fucking lost his shit. Wow. So the passengers on the plane are like yelling at him. Yeah. Telling him to sit down and stop busting up the screens because, you know, they have the right to watch whatever they want to watch. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, he was arrested upon uh, upon landing. Nobody gave him a, a, a calming punch to the face to help him sleep. Mm, when a cri- no, when a, listen, I don't think so. When a religious fanatic is running around my plane... Screaming and busting stuff up. I'm going to help him rest. I'm going to help him get some rest. Even if he's never slept on a flight, I'm going to help him sleep on that flight. (laughs) Yeah, he needed something to calm down. Um, Wow. Yeah, you asked the question, though. Like, yeah, he's he didn't like 
<laughs> didn't like that that movie. What? See, uh, okay, well, this ties. See if you can follow me here. This uh-huh. ties into our our final discussion about religious privilege. Oh yeah, that that many religious people and organizations feel that doesn't matter how many people on a flight, 200 people, 250 people on a Somewhere plane around there. Yeah. flying around and they're enjoying yeah. a movie. Well, I don't like it. So nobody gets to watch it. Right. And I'm going to be an insane person in destroying yeah. what should be destroying private property, a slightly tolerable plane flight because there's a movie. Nobody, I don't know. Fuck. Right. But it's, it looks like it might be a good movie. I watched the trailer for it. It seems like, you know, Kate Blanchett's doing a good job. It also has uh, Robert Redford and Dennis Quaid. Hmm. See, if it, if it had been me, I'd be busting up the screens because of Dennis Quaid more than anything. Really? But no, I don't know. I don't have any problem. I guess it's Randy Quaid I don't like. Well, <laughs> I, got him I like Randy Quaid fine. <laughs> <laughs> He's a lot of fun. <laughs> what, a, what an asshole. You know, they, they also, Orthodox Jewish people have this thing about flying over cemeteries. Oh, you really? seen that? No. And they put like giant fucking leaf bags over them. Oh, that's that. Yeah, I have seen yeah. that. And it's off, crazy town. Oftentimes, they get pissed off if, you know, people buy tickets to a plane. You don't know who you're going to sit next to. Right. And they get pissed off if they get to their seat and there's a woman yeah. sitting next to them. And they just, and they'll shout at the woman, you have to move. And the woman's like, you know. Mm, no, I'm. Fuck off, Moyle. I'm, yeah, I'm sitting. And so then they, they kick I, up this. this where I'm sitting. There's no negotiation. There's no like, hey, this is my deal. I'm sorry. Like, right. No, it's like, you move. Right. You know, just this asshole-ish, uncompromising place of privilege yeah which is cuckoo i know the, i mean these orthodox guys they're pretty amazing yeah. like they 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 turn to violence pretty quickly they turn seems. to violence super quickly i just don't i don't understand well as a very non-violent person i always have a a, a difficult time understanding turning to violence but i don't get Especially like over from a nothing. religious person right like isn't isn't this like Aren't you supposed to have found peace from your belief? Isn't this supposed to like taught you to be a good person? And <laughs> Frank is just, like, are you is, just? Are you, are isn't you, that what you're purporting? That's that's what they. Are you experiencing what, religion for the first time today? <laughs> no, I know like, it's confusing. That's what, but that's what religious people try to convince you that religion does for you, right? Yeah, like you have that conversation with a you know your. Right before Christian, they, right before they engrave know, a Bible neighbor. passage on a machine gun. Right. Yeah. Like yeah. they don't see it. Well, you know what is fascinating about it's because I was an Israeli flight. What's What's really fascinating also about the and I might get this wrong, uh, but uh, the or, the ultra orthodox in Israel is there. They don't work. They don't have jobs. Okay. Because they're too busy being whatever the fuck they are, mean to women on planes or smashing up TV screens. <laughs> Whatever, whatever Leviticus demands they do to a television. No, this is true. They don't have jobs, and they are exempt from compulsory military service. They have to. There has to be some Orthodox Jews that are like have jobs. Yeah, being the butcher or something, right? I don't know. The TV smasher. <laughs> That's what he writes on his. This is and this is a question too. If you can't turn a light switch on on the Sabbath, what the fuck are you doing on a plane? Yeah, somebody's coming up with that kind of shit. Yeah, that's somebody's job. What are you doing engaging in the modern world? Right. Knock it off. Go back to you know fourteen fifteen or wherever you're from. Well, it wasn't the he wasn't flying on the Sabbath? <sighs> but he was flying. <laughs> Let's leave this guy. Okay. All right. Oh, the poor Orthodox.
Well, I'm going to end on a happy note. Yeah. Uh, and unfortunately, I'm going to it's all going to be given away. Way in the headline. Okay. But it's worth it. Okay. Brazilian pastor is behind bars after telling his flock that his penis contained holy milk. Oh, no. <laughs> and, and under the picture, oh, it says, oh, come no. all ye faithful. <laughs> where, did, where did you find uh, this story? Uh, I found this on thefreethinker.com. Oh, And there no. he is. Oh, no. Yeah, he's going, oh, to, he's yeah. going to jail. Pas- oh, no one would believe that. You see that picture? You don't. You don't believe that. Pastor Valdici Sobri- Sobrino Picanto pictured in a paddy wagon on his way to jail. He is Picanto. Did anybody fall for it? Did uh, he have like... Uh, Pastor was... Uh, did he have parish, uh, members of his parish Yeah, giving him blowies? He did have a few. No. Yeah. Oh, that's a... Yep. That's a that's, you know what? That's a good trick. It's a good thing he does not preach what to about Orthodox freedom, Jews. What about freedom of religion? Here. Right. Right. What about it? How are they carting him off to jail? Isn't he? Doesn't Brazil have guarantees? Of- Apparently, Brazil has laws. <laughs> Who knew? <laughs> Who they, knew? They keep their religious nut jobs and yeah, under wraps. So too hmm. bad. No more holy milk. That's it. <laughs> Is that the whole story? That's, like literally, it's a paragraph. What else? What else does there need to be? <laughs> Where else could this story go? I, I don't know. Uh, what was his biblical, you know, justification uh, he, for this? He convinced us that only God could come into uh, that God only could come into our lives through <laughs> through our mouth, and that's why he would do what he did. Often after worship, Pastor Valdici would take us to where the funds were kept at the back oh, yeah, of the yeah, okay. took him to the vault, okay, uh, and asked us to have oral sex with him until the Holy Spirit would come through ejaculation. Men and women, or just doesn't say. Or only women. Well, I, entitled to his. I uh, can look up the original report holy, in Portuguese holy and try to fake my way through. <laughs> That's okay. That's fine. That's pretty amazing. I know the word boca. There it is. Okay. Uh, uh, oh, I didn't know that in, in Portuguese ejaculation was spelled with a Y. Oh, so we learned something today. Yeah, there we go. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I've got one more. All right. Oh, uh, okay. this is uh, you know that 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 very special day of the year that we all look forward to is coming up, St. Patrick's Day. I was, oh, oh, you yeah. thought you were going to let me guess? <laughs> no, I should have. I'm sorry. Um, so there's a teacher in New York City who is uh, he's filed um, a, a civil rights complaint against uh, the city's Department of Education. Uh, for being uh, claiming that the Department of Education is being anti-Irish for scheduling the parent-teacher conferences on St. Patrick's Day. What? Uh, This is denying him his right as an Irish American to march in the Fifth Avenue Parade honoring St. Patrick. Um, And apparently, this blew my mind, the city council's Irish caucus... Uh-huh. Let that sink in for a second. Um, is uh, has has been unsuccessful in their repeated requests, repeated requests to have the uh, Department of Education uh, change the date of parent-teacher conferences. Um, the The issue is, of course, that the teachers' contract requires all educators to be there to be present for the parent-teacher conferences, so he can't request the day off, right? Uh, and all he, I mean, he just, he wants to get down to this parade. It's, it's his right. 
as an Irish American Catholic uh, to to get down there. I mean, this is uh, wow. this is not just about it being St. Patty's Day. This is about it being the feast of St. Patrick, oh, right? Oh yeah. It is technically. Is it on that day? On the se- was seventeenth March seventeenth. Yeah. <clears throat> The feast of St. Patrick. And the f- is it, there's there are and actual the main like, course is whiskey. <laughs> yeah, see that's the thing. Like I, I know that technically Catholic churches will have a service, right? Yeah. Uh for the feast of St. Patrick. But is that really what anybody thinks about? No. When I they think about St. Patrick's Day. I, I have never even known. Right. I, I thought it was some like uh, I thought it was like Valentine's Day, like a made up Hallmark holiday. So Irish people would well, buy there is cars. also the feast of St. Valentine, oh. isn't there? I, you don't know that. <laughs> and I don't know that. <laughs> Neither but, of us know that. But here's the deal. Yeah. So they th- this claim, yeah. this complaint, the civil rights complaint is is kind of interesting when you take in under consideration the fact that uh, the the. The New York City schools uh, are now getting um, the Muslim holidays of Eid mm-hmm. al-Fitr and mm-hmm. Eid al-Hadda off. Um, and they're also now getting the Lunar New Year off as well. The Muslim Lunar New Year? I think the Lunar New Year it doesn't connect that to Islam specifically. Mm. I don't know if that was for Muslims or if that was just... Maybe for, you know, like Chinese New Year. I don't know. know. Isn't that Lunar New Year? Or is that technically? I don't know. Anyhow, that might be Muslim. It may not be. I don't know. But anyway. I'm um, stumped. So this is, so they just recently, within the last little bit, year or so, um, have decided to be closing for those holidays. Officially closing. Right. Hmm. And uh, in the complaint, they're saying, you know, they're not actually, you know, asking for the mayor's office to accommodate, uh, quote, New York's oldest immigrant community by declaring a school holiday, right? Uh, we oldest, are in- New York's oldest immigrant community is Dutch. <laughs> well, Ireland. <laughs> fucking get it together. <laughs> the oldest still uh, organized group. Yeah. Uh, we are instead asking that the Department of Education make a minor change to its schedule so that the religious observance of thousands of teachers and parents who celebrate the feast day of St. Patrick uh, uh, be recognized and honored. Um, the, uh, the in so this is now the teacher, uh, whose name is, uh, Frank Shorn. Mm, not an Irish name. It doesn't sound very Irish to me. No, this guy's it's bullshit. Uh, he says the insensitive scheduling of teacher, or parent-teacher meetings on March 17th has put me in an untenable position of choosing between my ethnic and religious heritage and my duty to help my students. Do you know what this is? Bullshit. It's all bullshit. This yeah. is all a response to the fact that the that the mayor's office has extended three additional holidays to a group that they don't like. Right. This is pr- this is and it's I'll bet it's I don't I can't I don't know what this guy's heart is, but my sense of it is that he's as probably as Christian as I am, or as probably as, you know, really Catholic as I am. But he's just like, man, oh, they get a day off. I get a day off too. <laughs> and it doesn't matter that, like, how many fucking Christian holidays do we take off? Oh, my God. The Catholic calendar. Right. All by itself. 
It's amazing a Catholic goes to work every, one day a year. <laughs> it's as bad as the Jewish holidays. Well, and now the thing about Jewish, the problem with Italy. The thing about Jewish um, holidays is they just make them up because those aren't words. Like van <laughs> nichmet. That's not a word. Shut up. Uh, <laughs> and it's today, by the way, according to the lunar calendar. Uh, so anyway, the, the, the complaint alleges that Shorn... Uh, is being discriminated against on the basis of his national origin, which would be a violation of the city's human rights law. Uh, Here's the deal, and I hate to say this, because we get in trouble every time we say anything like this on this show, but white people, give it up. God, no shit. (laughs) Like, come on. Right. Oh, no, somebody else's, like, life is recognized. (laughs) Somebody else's heritage is recognized. I'm a victim. (laughs) Because I'm Irish American. And, f- and first of all, dummy, aren't you happy? Uh, if you're in public school, yeah, I would be happy for two more days off work if it was Satan Day. Right. Right. You know, like, <laughs> right. why do you care? No, you don't. Why do you care? Right. It's days off. Days off. Um, Yay, Allah. <laughs> uh, the scheduling apparently is also unfair to Irish American parents who also won't be able to properly celebrate the feast of the patron saint of Ireland because of the conferences. What about well, the they fact t- that they are, they have work? This is not a national holiday. No. This is, I mean, this is barely a religious holiday. Like, barely. Because I swear to God, I didn't even 99% know it was. 99% of the Irish American Catholics who are, quote unquote, celebrating the feast of St. Patrick yeah. are not in any way out there for religious reasons. No. They're out there to get fucking tanked. Right. While watching a stupid parade. Is the feast... It, it, do, you, do, you, do, you, do you celebrate this holy holiday by, by getting arrested for public intoxication and <laughs> right. spending the night in jail? Because right. I, if that's the truth, I think it's a bad holiday. Yeah. I, I honestly thought this was just a holiday invented by the green lobby to sell more, you know, blouses. Well, I mean, I think there was... I think it got trumped up, of course, because... You know, the Irish uh, community in this country, uh, which was a put upon group at one point. It was. It was not any cool, great thing to be Irish when the Irish were first arriving to the United States. No, they were shit on. Absolutely. Right. And so I think it was. No, Catholics were Catholics were hated. Yeah. Yeah. Of any stripe. Catholics of any stripe were hated. Yeah. Yeah, now we love the Irish people. Right. They're our people. They're our friends. Right. But come on. And once a day or once a year, we all get to be Irish and, and let me we just, all go get tanked and we wear green. It's and, been a while since I had to sit through a parent-teacher's conference, thank God, but <laughs> it wasn't all day and night. No, I know. Can't, can't you kind of get your, get your St. Patrick on after? Well, the problem is he can't show up drunk to it, I think, is the issue. That would be the issue for me if I wanted to go down to the parade because yeah. I would want to get I would want to tie one on. Sure. Right. Because yeah. that's what you do. Right. Be in the streets. And so once you're down at the parade and you've had a few. Yeah. Right. Uh, you can't exactly go back to sit down with some of your uh, students parents at 730. I just think that you're right if you're of Irish American. <laughs> Extraction, right? I thought that's what already happened if you were yeah. Irish American. I've read a lot of books. <laughs> anyway, it's a. Bu- it's- oh, we just lost. How many listeners did we just lose? I know. Sorry, Patty. <laughs> it, it's but to me that's just total bullshit. It's like mm. get, really get get mad about something that fucking matters. Get I mad know. about something real. I fucking love it though. Yeah, New York City is being anti-Irish. When in the last 
however long you can remember, has New York City been anti-Irish? I f- it, like it's absurd, and I know people I know it was would probably say years ago, just because it's, it's been soon. a long time, yeah. it doesn't matter, right? right? Like how like how long the last offense has been, it doesn't matter, right? Irish Americans at this point are so integrated. Like, it, like the thought of being put down because you're an Irish American yeah. is so absurd. Yeah. I, I I can't even wrap my head around it. If if I mean. I since look since the railroad was completed, <laughs> right? Like what has what Irish American quote unquote racism has existed? <laughs> I mean, if 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 anybody makes an anti Irish joke, it's it's a joke. I mean, it's 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 no, funny because it's so ancient. Because it's, <laughs> <laughs> because it's true. Yeah. Oh. I love I love you guys. I love you Irish people, and I'll see you at parent teachers conference. <laughs> Yeah, so this will be interesting to see how this one shakes shakes right. out. So, anyway, well, we could, uh, let's see if you have anything to say about this, and hopefully you do. <laughs> Would love to hear. Furious Irishman. If, 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 if you if you think that we're just completely off base on this, I someone's going to hit us with a shillelagh. Love to hear from you. Yeah. Um, and you can do so by emailing us at podcast at thankgodimatheist dot com. Or you can leave us a voicemail message. The telephone number is 424-666-8442. You can also find us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Atheist. And while you're on Facebook, search for the TGIA Members Only Lounge. It's a closed group, so that means you have to request to join, and then we have to let you in. But that also means that uh, your posts there stay within the group. So... uh, and stuff doesn't start showing up on your feed just because you liked it and all that kind of stuff. So uh, you don't have to worry about your friends and family if you're not out as an atheist to them finding out. So that's really nice. All right. Uh, Steven Anderson. It's a name that we'll probably be getting to know a little bit more as Oof. Pat Robertson continues to die. <laughs> Yes. Um, <laughs> the slowest death in American history. Uh, because uh, Pastor Anderson of the Faithful Word Baptist Church down in Phoenix, Arizona, is one crazy motherfucker. Um, he has awful things to say because he believes in the Bible 100%. You know, a gr- here's a great example where people will try to come at us usually atheists or people like that, they'll come at us and say, well, the Bible is wrong because the Bible condones of slavery. We've all heard that before, right? But here's the thing about that, is that if the Bible condones slavery, then I condone slavery. Because the Bible's always right about every subject. See, that's my starting point. So I don't have to be like, oh man, I better figure out, you know, whether the Bible really condones slavery, you know, and I'm, you know. <laughs> See, if I want to learn, if I want to learn what's right about what is the right opinion to have of slavery, then here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to say, well, let me figure out what the Bible says about slavery, and that's what I believe. Whatever the Bible says about slavery is what I believe. Not like, well, let me make sure that what the Bible says about slavery is politically correct. And if it is, then I'll agree with it. You got it all wrong. 
you better go to the Bible and figure out what you should be believing about slavery based on what the Bible says, because the Bible is right about everything. Amen. Period. Look, I'm not going to sit here and preach the whole sermon on slavery because I don't have time. I've taught it in many other sermons. I'll preach it some other time in the future. But all I, all I can say is this. Whatever the Bible says about slavery, I agree with it. Amen. I'm for it. <laughs> that the, God's Word is right about every subject all the time. And we need to always keep that before us to remember that God is right. When we disagree with the Bible, it's the Bible that's right and it's us that's wrong. I don't think you enjoyed this one as much as I did. <laughs> Fuck that guy. I'm, <laughs> you are so, seriously? You're so... I, <laughs> I, I'm infuriating. I'm it's, just I, stunned. I mean... Yeah, morons like like Pat Robertson have like gently touched on the idea that slavery, slavery, something, something, not all bad. Right. Right. But and even then they should be escorted. They should be sandblasted. Right. That was unfucking believable. Yeah. This, and then this guy, he's got a, a bit of a following online. He writes books. He, uh. He, I mean, his congregation doesn't look like it's terribly large. It l- looks like a small. It little, looks like it has too too many black thing. people in it for a pro slavery message. Was, yeah, but they they were nodding their heads and oh going right God. along with like, the. Why are we still talking thing? about like in, in what year is this? Twenty sixteen. <laughs> are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Un like uh, so. Okay, here's if I became a if if a radioactive spider bit me. Right. Right. And I had a power and I got my power. My okay. power would be that I had the power to take douchebags like that and every fucking senator and congressman who says, well, a tax on capital gains is just like the Holocaust. I would like to say, OK, bing, you get to spend the summer at the Holocaust. Boop. <laughs> Off you go. I'll come back and get you mm-hmm. in three months. Let this guy go be a slave. Let this guy go be a slave. Yeah. And and he can come back and tell me how that didn't ruin his life. Right. Right. That being torn from his society, being thrown into the bottom of a ship, they right. didn't even know what the fuck it was. Right. Sailed across this ocean. Right. Beaten up by a bunch of goddamn guys in knickers and powdered right. wigs. And then, you know, spending seven days a week picking cotton or whatever, having right. whatever family he'd managed to assemble torn apart and sold right. off from him. Yeah. Beaten, starved, well, you know, worked to death. And that's a that's a wonderful example of slavery. Yeah. Uh, what are I you going to say? I think we need to be just as concerned and just as outraged because of the the slavery situations that exist uh, throughout the the you know the 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 the, the, the developing world. You mean you know, today? Today? Of yeah. course. Yeah. I, yes. The, the sweatshop situations right. and. Uh, uh, and the Avex in Haiti, and mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. and and the the the, the South Asian workers yeah. that find themselves unfortunately in Bahrain, and yeah. you know the Emirates, and are mm-hmm. just are, are essentially slaves. Yeah, but he's he's talking about classical slavery. He is, yes. But my concern is for anybody who listens to this kind of message and hears it, and then is able to write off modern examples of slavery in in the industrial world. Sure. Because the because this a lot this lets people off the hook for this issue. 
and then their more their sense of of morality and ethics yeah. they're they're being let off the hook for the 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 terrible situations that continue to exist in this world right and yes okay he might be talking about historical yeah but if you're fine with it in the context of history and in the context of things that you read about in sure. the bible oh, yeah. yeah then you're not going to be too concerned about where your that t-shirt that you just bought at old navy came right from and the marianas uh, what was that horrible place where tom delay went to defend sweatshops and oh yeah girls yeah. were having forced abortions yeah and working yeah. seven days yeah right oh absolutely and, and our tech let's not forget <clears throat> that our tech comes from terrible work situations that are akin to slavery yeah. Right. And so, you know, like, I, I think okay. anybody discounting the topic of slavery is like, first off, they're 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 treading terrible historical water. You think? Right. <laughs> My God. But but I, 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 I I'm concerned about the here and now and what's going on in this world and. I don't want anybody to feel like, oh well, the Bible says slavery is fine. Uh, here's my iPhone. Doesn't yeah, matter. yeah. I mean, I I guess I'm still trying to get over the shock of this idea, and 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 the religious right is always trying to push this that American slavery was the bad. Cleon Skousen, mm-hmm. who we know, Cleon Skousen, who he is, he was a you know a Mormon quote unquote intellectual mm-hmm. who wrote the what was it the, the thousand year leap or the three thousand year leap, and he's. Glenn Beck's favorite author. He says, and so many of that people of his ilk say that the best thing that ever happened to Africans was they were enslaved so they could come to America and know Christ. <laughs> Seriously. He, and, and Cleon Skousen almost got that written into American textbooks when there was, what was his name? Bell, a Mormon uh, guy was the secretary of education. Oh my God. Yeah. So this is a, th- this apologetic right. for slavery. And I think it's, a, it's part of how you justify the absolute moral evil of the Bible right. in a modern context is right. by trying to find a way to make those evils not evil anymore. Right. Right. And, yeah. and so, okay, that goes to your point that historic slavery is a, a shame of almost unimaginable oh, magnitude. Yeah. Yeah. But, try, but in justifying that, you're right. You make the modern situation where people find themselves yeah. – uh, usually powerless people who don't mm-hmm. have a lot of options who find themselves in these places. Yeah. It makes it seem like, well, it's just a job. It's just capitalism. Yeah. Go across the street. And there's, and, and there, and, and, and don't kid yourself. It's not like you have to go very far to find it. You know, there's uh well, I'll bet the, sl- the sex slave, uh, yeah. Trade in this country. We could drive, we could drive probably, well, I phrased that a little wrong, but yeah, <laughs> we could drive, drive probably five miles from where we're sitting uh-huh. and find, members of the Kingston polygamous pl- clan mm. essentially engaged in sweatshop labor yeah, for which they're not paid. Right. For which they get uh, essentially a, a, a substandard uh, uh, nutritional payment. They get mm-hmm. beans and rice. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've uh, absolutely. Yeah. All right. But oh man, fuck that guy so hard. I just, what a piece of shit. I'm sorry. That's shocking to me. It's just shocking. I know. Well, if you if you need that book to be true, yeah. right? Yeah. And there is something strangely rational when I think about it. Yeah. Right. About it needing it all right. to be true. Right. And then having, but then that sets yeah. you up for having to do all these these uh, you know mental acrobatics. Right. Of, of trying desperately to figure out how to make 
how to make these contradictions work. Well, I do have this strange respect. I don't know. I have a strange I there's a consistency to what he's saying. Yeah. He's not wrong. The Bible says all these things. Right. So he's really purely he's more of a true believer than you know, Bishop so-and-so down the street is like, of course, slavery is evil for God's sake. What's wrong with you? But you know, right. the Bible's got so many good things. Right. 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 That to me is, in, is mentally kind of dissonant, but yeah, but at least he's like, nope, no yeah. dissonance. No, none. It's all. Blah, blah, blah. True. <laughs> Sorry. That is crazy. <clears throat> that is fuck, man. <sighs> Talk about helping a guy go to sleep. If I was in that, I'd be like, I'm just going to come up there and, and let you lay down for a minute <laughs> with your teeth all around you. All right. Well, we want to talk a little bit. <laughs> About the Mormons. Oh, boy. We're skipping email and that kind of stuff. Uh, I've said this before. It's hard to do when Dan's not here. Um, I don't know why. You two are so, so codependent. It's so cute. Well, I don't know if it's code. Yeah, there's probably some codependent. I don't know. He can't do the calls. You can't do the emails, right? Is that how it's some? Well, he literally can't do the calls, I don't think. I don't know that he has access. Oh, he can ask me for the password if he wanted to. Don't give him but... access. <laughs> I get the emails. I see them come in, but we just kind of did this little division of like who takes what yeah. at some point. Who's the husband and, and who's the wife? Yeah. That's and, it. and so, uh, yeah, he gets emails. I get voicemails. Yeah. This, but the sexual we, politics of TGI. When we don't do the one, I don't know, doing the other. All right, let's move on. Um, okay, the Marmons yeah. and this legislative session up at the Utah State Capitol. Yep. Uh, oh, how do you want to start this off? Because it's just... Well, maybe a little history. Okay. Um, everybody who knows anything or spent any time about, you know, in Utah, knows anything about Utah or has spent any time in Utah, um, knows that the Mormons have a lot of influence here. That the Mormon church <laughs> itself as an institution wields unbelievable power and influence over the the laws and the goings on in this state now they've always claimed in the past that they stay out of out of politics right um that they will only chime in on moral issues right um we know that this is not necessarily true and their definition of moral is pretty broad is fairly broad um because they uh for them the question of alcohol is a moral issue right and so they've had their fingers in our liquor laws since the dawn of liquor laws liquor laws yeah um and uh and so but it's always been maybe not a complete mystery how they pull it off um but a couple years ago a former legislator by the name of carl wimmer Mm-hmm. Uh, decided, and I think we talked about this on the show when he actually put this blog post up, explaining uh, how the church had uh, had used its influence with him specifically mm-hmm. when he was up there as a legislator 
and also still an active Mormon. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he is no longer either of those things. He is no longer either of those things. Now he's uh, some evangelical preacher of some kind down in Gunnison. Yeah. (laughs) I don't even know where Gunnison is. Uh, The only way you would know is if you went to prison, because that's where the other state penitentiary is. We have another one? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's fancy. It's nice. So it's in southern Utah somewhere. Central, even worse. Oh. Yeah. Is it a suburb of Beaver? No. It's <laughs> it's literally close to nothing. It's like if you got off the off I-15 at Nephi and just drove on some state road for like 430 hours, it's down there. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's in the middle of nowhere. There's nothing around. Oh, no. wow. Okay. It's awful. So anywho, that's where he is uh, now. And uh, anyway, he had this – he posted about – uh, an, an incident that concerned the liquor laws in some way, uh, and the the couple of the lobbyists from the church came and found him, and they had different sort of phrases that would sort of express how important their their little conversation was. But if they ever said that something was coming from the top, yeah, everybody knew that this was a get in line and just do it. It doesn't matter. And so all the legislators who they needed to have that conversation with all knew how they needed to vote. Right. And since the legislature is, you know, predominantly Mormon, Mm -hmm. all they have to do is basically dangle your good standing in the church in front of you. Yeah. It's amazing that they, that Mormonism is very top down. It's very author. It's authoritarian, and it's uh, it's it's very clear in its political beliefs. Right. There's not a lot of wiggle room, right? You know, there are not there are not many colors of Mormonism. There's just kind of one extremely powerful shade of beige, right? Right? Yeah. And, and so it's it's amazing that they have to do much of anything. <laughs> to- the people just don't know how they're supposed to vote. You mean right? It, right? Because yeah. they know. Right. They know the conservative you know, uh, anti everything policies of the Mormon church. So right. it's, it, I guess it's only in, in instances where there's some wiggle room, which there's very little ever in kind of the Mormon way of life. But right. <clears throat> so what you're talking about now is the, the two things that have come up this legislative session and, and legislative sessions in the state of Utah are always just a circus of mm. dumb and dumber, right? Right. And just stupid. Right. Kind of teabaggers trying to out teabag each other, and really, uh, yeah. Why are you laughing? Is that a thing? <laughs> so there was a bill, bills both brought by Mormon legislators. Yeah, it's very uncommon not to be a Mormon legislator in Utah. Right. <clears throat> One was to uh, allow the use of medical marijuana mm-hmm. for people with certain conditions. Mm-hmm. So let's just call it medicine. Yeah. The other was an extension of. Uh, or, or in addition to kind of an, uh, an upgrade to prosecutions that are involved in hate crime. That, yes. That involve hate crimes. Right. Because the, you cannot, you cannot upgrade anything. There is no, there are no effective hate crimes laws in the state. No, there are hate crime laws. They just don't have any teeth. They don't offer, they don't offer a prosecutor or a judge anything. Right. Exactly. Right? So the, a crime based on a certain intent cannot be prosecuted. E- even if you can say, yeah, if the guy says I killed him because he's black. Right. You can't do anything about that other than murder, which is pretty good. But right. There seems like there should be kind of a a value added right. for being that particular kind of an evil bastard. Right. Or Yeah. Right. Absolutely. So that's those two things came up before uh, somehow 
in the circus that is the legislator legislature, <laughs> there was a couple things. One, medicine for people in pain. Right. And the other, a way to not only protect LGBT people who are targeted often for, uh, thank God, not super often, but are targeted for their sexual right. orientation or their gender expression. Mm-hmm. But it also would have... In, it would have offered the same uh, uh, protections to religious people. Absolutely. Right now, if you beat up a Jewish person screaming terrible things at them about being Jewish, right. it's just assault. Right. Right. If you burn down a Mormon church, mm-hmm. it's, it's just, just burning down a building. It's arson. Right. Right. So because it's- the Mormons r- hate the gays so much. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hate, I guess, the marijuana so much. Well, they hate anything that makes you feel good. Yeah. So they hate the marijuana so much. They they did what? They came out n- not behind closed doors. No, they issued a, a press release. Yeah. Um, and they uh, and they yeah they said that they were opposed to anything that would throw off the balance. Right. It yep. was achieved in the Utah compromise of last year, right. which was the compromise, the compromise uh, between the LGBT community and the Mormon church uh, having to do with, um, well, uh, housing and employment rights for the LG- and protections for yep. the LGBT community that the church had um, opposed forever. Uh-huh. Yeah. And the LDS church in turn. Uh, got um, religious. Jesus, what did they? Even they get? got something that they already had. Yeah, which and, is uh, guarantees that, like, they couldn't be sued. Oh, that's what it was, uh, right? They, for they, they for got, being hateful bigots, right? You know, they, basic, got a, they got some big exemptions from the whole thing, right? right? But religion has that anyway, right? You can they be a terrible bigot right. behind the pulpit, and there's really nothing anybody can do about right. it. But they wanted to make sure that they were being protected. Uh, with regards to their stance on the LGBT community. Yeah. Uh, so that they didn't have to allow... Oh, that was it. Marriages in their temples. Exactly. And, yeah. Which... Yeah. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. You, like, yeah. They legally, we're, like, that's, that's the least of our work as not, a community. They are not compelled to marry heterosexual Catholics no, in their I temples. Know. It's not going to happen. Right. Right. And and so anyway, they uh, they they got that, and they got they they made sure that BYU was protected, oh, uh, that they could continue to discriminate at BYU, and they what was the, the anyway? There were a few things like that that right. they got so, out of the deal, essentially, which was balance for them. This is balance, right? If, if they do not want to disturb it, if an underclass they've hated forever somehow against all the better efforts of the church, and we can talk about Prop Eight and the mm. National Organization of Marriage and the zillions of dollars of tithing money that got sunk into the fight, right, against gay people having even the modicum of human rights, right. So that hated underclass got a little bit of rights, <laughs> and so they needed, you know, they all ran to the fainting couch and demanded. <laughs> Uh, you know, yeah. you know, eight inches of iron uh-huh. to be put around the rights they already had. Right. To, yeah. Now, I don't know if they've ever seen a scale right. where you put two things on scales and if mm-hmm. it's balanced, they're kind of at the same height. I don't think they have. Yeah. It's actually why at the time I didn't feel terribly strongly about it because I just was like, ah, fuck it. Who cares? Because it's fucking state of Utah. Um which with the compromise or with the, the compromise? Right. I, I, I was just like, who? I, I honestly was 
a little bothered by it at the time yeah. because I was like, really like, I don't know. It just felt, it felt gross to me. I know. It, it felt like what they were getting and asking for was so stupid that we shouldn't even be having that well, discussion. It was, you know what it and, was? I would say, here's what it was. It was, and I don't, I'm not super happy about it, but I get the politics of it. Yeah. It was the losing side being able to negotiate the terms of their surrender, mm. which is not something that's typically done. Yeah. Right. And so, yeah, yeah. it let, it gave them a graceful, cause here's the thing. They're not going away. No, they exist. Yeah. They still obviously have a massive they they have levers they can pull. Right. And if they just wanted to be shit about gay people and gay rights forever, they could. Uh-huh. It doesn't really cost them anything, so why not just go for it? So I think it let them out. It gave them a graceful out, which they have now failed to capitalize on. Right. <laughs> if 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 you if you guys list are regular listeners and you follow the news in Utah, this past, what, 18 months, two years has been a series of absolute belly flops PR-wise for them. Oh, yeah. Disaster after disaster. After It's like I'm almost embarrassed for them. It's like watching Jeb Bush, you know, in debates. Mm-hmm. Like, fuck Jeb Bush, but God, man, you're making me feel bad for you. <laughs> you just step on every rake in your path. You know, he's just like a bullied kid. You're like, oh, don't make me feel competitive. And it's almost like the Mormon church. It's like yeah. now that's like, dude, do you have a PR department? Does anybody tell you don't do that? So, yeah. So I'm not surprised that this press release. So I guess what Frank and, and I are kind of experiencing with this is we know this happens. Right. We know they call the legislators in the middle of the night. We know yeah. that they their bishop says, hey, so how are you going to vote on this? Mm-hmm. Right. You know, there's t- it's the pressure is self-applying. Yeah. It you really if you grew up a good Mormon, you know what the pressure is. Nobody right. needs to tell you. Right. So the fact that they decided they had to come out from under the slime rocks. Right. To do this publicly was what I think is kind of shocking about. Yeah, it, it is. It's really weird. And for, for anybody in like who, again, pays attention to the Utah State Legislature, it it's 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 odd that they did it on this issue. Right. Right. And it's really odd that the medical marijuana, the cannabis one, uh, that they were so uh, adamant about that one as well. Well, and and it's such a violation of their typical omerta, right? That there is, you know, we know they're controlling the levers. We know they're doing this. Yeah. And and there's nothing we can do about it. There isn't a, in fact, you know, before every session, the church has an official meeting with, with, printed pamphlets and paperwork and oh, this is God. how they do this. And it's at the, I don't know, they have it at a convention center or something where the legislators go to a breakfast Ugh. and have their meeting with the church. Oh. And it's very open. <clears throat> but the rest of the time, you know, it just has to be one phone call in the middle of the night or, right. or one, you know, lunch right. that two guys have together. So this is, this is definitely stepping outside that. The cannabis thing is interesting though, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. I think... That's a product of that the leadership of the church are all men mm-hmm. over 75. Yeah. When, you know, Reefer Madness was like nominated for best picture that year <laughs> when they were kids. So, yeah, of course. Yeah. So I think their they're kind of antediluvian ideas about marijuana yeah. are so bizarrely out of step with the times because well, they're just I mean, ancient. Yeah, it's Nancy Reagan's generation. Right. They were retired when Reagan was elected. 
These were right. I mean, these, I mean, they're the same age as Nancy Reagan. Oh, right? at least so. So their their views on on marijuana that's like for Nancy Reagan. I mean, marijuana was horrifying. Yeah, it was. She didn't see any difference, and it's, I think it's the same with the Mormon yeah. Church. You they know. see no difference between marijuana and you know crack or heroin. Right. It's I mean, all I, drug. Yeah, I remember those hor- those ads Saturday morning. The kids skating around. Saying no to drugs, skating past, you know, people who were offering him this and offering him that. You know? Stupid kids. And it was all Nancy Reagan's doing. Yeah. You know. Um, and so, yeah, it's it. You're, you're right. It, it, it's got to be coming from um, a, their their gerontocracy. That's yeah. Out, that's constantly out of touch with the times. Right. Constantly. They just every once in a while they get by a decade or two where nothing's really developed in our. In, in in our culture that, that makes them look terribly out of touch. Yeah. But it's just like the last, yeah, the last 10 years, 15 years, yeah. they're, they're getting to this point now where it's just issue after issue after issue. And they're just revealing. And they get it wrong how, every time. Yeah. Every time. And even things that don't really matter, you know, mm-hmm. this fucking, this, and I, I, I'll be pretty frank. I don't use marijuana. It's mm-hmm. never been interesting to me. Mm-hmm. The times I've tried it, it just hasn't you know, floated mm-hmm. my boat. Mm-hmm. But if there is a child with cancer yeah. and anything makes them feel better, yeah. that's what you give them. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with you? Like, right. And, and this, whatever these uh, cannabinoids that they're, they're developing out of this don't even get you high. Right, exactly. Right? And that's what, that's what this law was about, right? Right. It wasn't about having like medical marijuana dispensaries. Not like California, no. Not it like was, in California. It was. These, it wasn't about having the 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 the, the bud. It was right? a, these distillates. It was exactly. Yeah, yeah. And so, I just think that there is this completely. It's the gerontocracy. It's this ancient idea about the way the world works, and right. that's why they, you know, this horrible, horrible thing they did, however many months ago, where they took out their hatred of gay people and. And they're furious about marriage equality. They're furious about it. Uh-huh. So they're finding ways to lash out. Yeah. Uh, and the way they lashed out was to say that the children of gay parents, oh, yeah. Yeah. you know, basically couldn't receive the sacraments of the church. Yeah. Which is bizarrely evil. And it, yeah. in, in such a strange, hurtful, vicious way. And I think it's just because with them, and I, we're seeing it all across the country, like every day you read this state is trying to pass an anti-LGBT thing. This state is trying to yeah. secede from the union because of gay marriage. This thing, this thing, this thing. Yeah. This is this is the rear guard action of the losing side, and I think this is going to be the new normal. I think this is the same thing as 40, how many years later, Roe v. Wade. Uh, I know. And we're still, goddamn, every day there's still this attack, attack, attack on women's rights. Yeah. And, and the only hope that I, I could possibly have that might, make it different from Roe v. Wade is that aren't people just going to get used to gay people? Like, I think that there was such a stigma around abortion and mm-hmm. still is yeah. that people, that, that women will go get an abortion and never talk about it. Yeah. They never say boo to right. anyone about right. it. And so, you know, and the, the few women that I do know who are vocal mm-hmm. and, and honest and open about the fact that they had an abortion. Yeah. That has helped me on the issue incredibly. Mm. 
because these are women that I know, I love, I care about. Sure. And it's like, oh, I, you know, I, I sort of, I knew where I needed to be on the issue intellectually, but I still was uncomfortable just because growing up Mormon and hearing it constantly. I mean, my parents actually have like an anti-abortion license plate. Right. Not, not bracket. The state of Oklahoma has an anti-abortion vanity plate that you can get. Right. Yeah. My parents have that. I write, I've driven that Toyota around, you know, you know, and it's like, Oh God, Uh, I hate driving this car. It's just the worst. Um, and we've talked about it. I think I talked about it with Dan one time about, even though I disagree with that, with them, I Uh think I understand the emotional reaction to some people on the pro-life side of things. Right. Okay. I understand that, but I think you're right. Yeah. What is it about two, uh, two women or two men getting married and starting a life together and paying their taxes and, you know, watching HBO go like, what is it that is so infuriating? (laughs) And listening to snarky podcasts. Right. You know, what's so infuriating? But like I said, I think as gay couples and lesbian couples continue to be visible, right? Mm -hmm. Because we're not going anywhere at this point, right? Well, sometimes we go to, you know, like Fire Island, but we come back. But we're not going away, right? Not for more than Uh, a couple weeks. (laughs) Not for longer than brunch. (laughs) But, but... I, I, I just, I, I don't know how long they have, right, to continue yeah. being so hateful and, 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 and being able to get the traction that they're currently getting for these legislative attempts to try to unravel the Supreme Court's decision. It's, it's the you panic. You know what I mean? Right. And it's the panic. And that's, that's how I think it's, it's different. It's not the same thing as, as abortion. Let's hope. But we're seeing, and, and maybe it's just, it's just a brush fire after a loss, hmm. um, because to the extremely privileged, to white Christian males, especially mm-hmm. very conservative white Christian males, any adjustment is terrifying to them. Right. What, you know, the Utah Compromise and, and everything everybody's done all over the country to gain more rights for the LGBT community, all the straight allies, everything, everything that's done, everything that's been done to them looks like an attack where yeah. it is actually self-defense. Right. It is an underclass fighting for its rights and defending itself. Right. Against their overprivilege. Well, in their worldview, they're under attack. Right. They're not. Nothing's going to change. Nothing changes for them. Right. At all. No. Nothing changes for them. That's how privilege works. Oh, ooh, I might have to bake a cake and get paid for it. Oh, boo. <laughs> but these people have kids, right? Yeah. And their kids are going to be going to school with kids who are coming out at increasingly younger ages. Yep. Right. Um... So I don't know. I, I have a. And I'll, I, I'll just, I just have. I have so much hope on 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 the gay issue. Yeah. Um, it's infuriating to see these guys come back with just these crazy attempts, yeah. right, left, right, and center, yeah. to try to change things in this country, and, yeah. uh, in favor of the haters. Um, did you see the thing about the what is it, the Seventeenth Amendment? <laughs> yes, of course. Dur- Un- unbelievable. No, lo- no more direct. Uh, the state uh, of Utah passed a bill saying that we should repeal the 17th Amendment, which is the one that transfers 
the election of U.S. senators from state legislatures uh-huh. to people. Yes. They want to repeal that. Yes. <clears throat> yeah. Because nobody's representing the states in, you, in, in, yeah. in, 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 in uh, states' rights <laughs> in Washington, D.C. If I was Orrin Hatch, I'd be a little butthurt about that. Because he's been representing us just fine. Yeah, since the Revolutionary War. <laughs> but, you know, I, I, I was just going to say what's really funny is the church released this po- this uh, this podcast mark this uh, uh statement mm-hmm. and then a lot of people got mad and they're they're playing the victim yeah you know they're they're all hurt by it they don't understand they don't understand the separation of church and state which by the way is guaranteed in article 1 of the Utah constitution right there will be no commingling of church and state right and so they don't know they don't know how to stay in their fucking lane you can be Mormons all you want. You can Mormon all day, all night. Yeah. But the public sphere is for everybody, right? Right. So leave ah. us alone. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you'd like to be left alone, please let us know. If you're listening to this podcast, you probably are alone. <laughs> oh. Just in life generally, like us. Oh. Uh, you can uh, you can chime in, of course, by... Uh, emailing us the email address is podcast at thankgodimatheist.com or you can leave us a voicemail message and we do enjoy playing those on the show uh when both dan and myself are in the room that rare moment uh, <laughs> lately um and you can uh you can do so by calling 424-666-8442 listening to a little message and then leaving a message of your own at the beep uh and of course uh we're on facebook facebook.com slash tgi atheist is how you can find us and while you're on facebook you should also search for the tgia members only lounge it's a closed group so you have to request to join um thanks to Mackenzie for all of her help on facebook uh she it's it's tremendous what she does and thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for letting us use their music. And thank you, Mark, for once again sitting in. My pleasure. It's great having you here. Great being here. You've got some serious fans out there now. What? Ah, it's true. Now I'm legit. People who I'm a real boy. People who actually want uh, you to replace one of us. Oh my God! <laughs> Come on. They haven't said as much yet, but I'm oh sure they're God. thinking it. Uh, oh, there's so much intrigue. <laughs> it's going to be like Game of Thrones up in here <laughs> all right we we'll uh, love, love all you guys thanks for listening so much and uh yeah thanks frank it's great to be yeah, here of course bye-bye